Hey guys, and welcome to the sixth episode of the CNT podcast. I am Dylan. And I'm Brian. And we are also joined by a special guest today, Brian, if you want to. Uh, Tori Gardiner is joining us on the podcast tonight. Hey We're guys. Gonna get her thoughts on uh, dating or just lerve. <laughs> I guess I'm the expert. On yeah, that. the lerve expert. License. In the building. Um, we're also GNT-less. It's a sad day oh, in the history yeah. of this podcast. But we are prepped with Corona. Yeah, and we do... There are more Corona bottles in front of us than there are people here. So that mm-hmm. does kind of make up for it in some Always way. a good ratio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. We've whoa, missed, whoa, 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 uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah? Do you have stuff you want to talk about? <laughs> what? So we can't do the theme of our... The our slogan because we don't have GNTs nightly. That is true. Yeah. So I guess it's right. we'll we'll do it anyway. Yeah. So welcome to the CNT podcast where it's CNT weekly except for last week and GNT nightly except for tonight because it's Corona. Yeah. And that's our slogan. Yeah. So C is for Corona. Yeah. Corona and Tori and Tori. Whoa. This is actually kind of wild. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be that impressed by that. Uh, all right. <laughs> the, the reaction was much needed, really. <laughs> all right, so we're going to jump into it. We're going to start off with uh, everybody's favorite segment, I, I would argue. It's kind of sweeping the nation. Um, probably the most missed thing in kind of the month hiatus we've had. Uh, it's a little thing that we like to call Surprise Brian. Um, the where I, starving. Yep. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I throw basically some new segments uh, from the unfamiliar at Brian. Uh, it could be from the sports world, from the food world, from the entertainment world, just Ooh. different news stories. And Brian doesn't know. He might know some of these stories, but he doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. And then I kind of just get his gut reaction. And Tori, you're more than welcome to jump in on some of these as okay, well. It's like a pop quiz. <laughs> um, Love that shit. So the first pop quiz, uh, gosh, I, I feel like there's always one serious one, and I feel bad. I don't mean to be like, oh, dark at all. Good. But Love getting it, dark. Okay, sweet. No lights well, for it's me. Not dark, okay, this, <laughs> and this is the only sports, really, really sports one also, um, because we're going to talk about some football stuff later. Uh, but the news just came out about an hour ago that – uh, Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott um, was approved for a restraining order that would essentially allow him to continue playing football likely for the remainder of the year. So what I would like from your reaction is what does this mean for football and also what does it mean, especially as someone who as a Patriots <laughs> fan has dealt with a system where a player ultimately kind of got screwed the other way. You know, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott, who a lot of people believe has probably done some pretty bad things, is maybe going to at least get to play his whole sophomore season before he has to deal with any repercussions. Yeah. Um, honestly, the, I think this has like huge um, ramifications for football. Great word. Um, I actually think, it, as far as stars go, like the people who can afford this, every suspension that gets handed down to a star from now on is going to go to the courts, get appealed, all this garbage until – the next season and it this is going to get ugly this is going to become a regular battle between the courts and or the nflpa and roger goodell the front office yeah, yeah. definitely and the nflpa is oh, going to yeah. do their job and appeal for them because that's what they're supposed to do but that just extends the process and drags through the news yeah. even longer like you're saying um but just to immediately turn things to kind of a lighter note the second story also comes from the sports world this is one that i think will surprise you because you are admittedly not the biggest soccer fan um but uh, Alexi Sanchez, who is a Chilean soccer player. Have you heard about this? Am no. I, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm grinning because okay. I haven't heard so, about it. So, <laughs> Alexi Sanchez, he is a Chilean soccer player. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I, he, yeah, and it's spelled like Alexis. Also, I even have it in the notes here. So very, very astute observation. Um, tell but him, can I can I get a burger to go, please, or some baby back ribs? Because his name is Alexi. No, no, no. Zizek. Chilean. Like the oh, restaurant. I see what you did there. This podcast is off to a great start, y'all. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway. I, I was going to go with a spicy pun, but nice. you know, the restaurant is yeah. much better. Really coming through. I, mm-hmm. I like the competition for the puns here. This will be a healthy dynamic. She's going to win. I'm okay. going to win. Awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> um, so, uh, so basically what happened was um, he has been having kind of a down year as a player. And there have been some concerns about his fitness. So soccer players typically are in incredible shape. They're running, you know, like eight or nine miles during a game. Mm-hmm. So they have to be. But uh, people are concerned that he's gotten a little bit chubby, um, a little rough around the edges. And they think that this is because of his girlfriend, who's distracting from the game. <laughs> so there are 50,000 Chileans who have signed up and planned to protest <laughs> in the streets of the country in order to convince him to... I guess break up with his girlfriend so he can lose weight and be fit enough to keep uh, playing soccer and being, I guess, like a better performer to the national team. Um, so what I want to get from you, Brian, are your thoughts. Are these people in the right in doing that? Can we blame someone's girlfriend for them being bad at sports? Or what do you think? This is absolutely insane. Let the chubby people go. Bartolo Colon sucks now, but he is the notorious fat man in baseball. Very and true. was good for a long time. It's okay to be chubby. I guess his performance is going down, but no, you do not have to climb into the streets and protest. Um, calm down, Chili. Make yeah. some burgers or baby back ribs. Learn from your oh God. your counterparts in America. Yeah, and give this poor like girlfriend a break because like all she's doing is dating a celebrity. Yeah, really. Like she's living a good life. Maybe dating she wants a little soccer meat. player. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she wants her baby back. Some meat on this baby back. I was about to say, yeah, there you go. Um, And that's a really good transition, actually, because the last thing I want to ask you about has to do with food that might put a little bit of meat onto your baby back ribs. Um, It is pertaining to Kentucky Fried Chicken, if you're familiar with the restaurant. Um, Finger licking, finger licking. Yeah, okay, good. So you do know. Uh, So KFC, yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, we're going to... Change gears and do a crash course in KFC for the rest of the podcast. Um, yeah, so so KFC, this is only happening in China, but they've recently installed a new technology at the cash register where you can pay with your face. And so basically, yeah. So basically the way this works is they have face scanning technology where you're registered in some sort of system and you do have to input your phone number after the purchase, but you don't need a credit card. It's completely paperless, completely cardless. And basically what happens is there's a, a reader that scans your face and you can pay for your bucket of chicken with your body. It's like Charlie's Angels with like their eyes. It is like Charlie. Yeah, it's exactly like My that. initial thought is how horrible are they going to feel when they get declined? <laughs> it's like, like your face. You gain, <laughs> you've gained so much weight we no longer can detect your well, face. Like your point. face yeah. holds no money. <laughs> that's so true because there's like a proportional relationship between yeah. going there and your face not being recognized. Your yes. Because you're coming through with like Yo, two more chins than you had the first time. This is kind of But it's genius, in China though. so it'd be okay. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> more than the phone book. <laughs> there, this is actually kind of genius though because it puts a it, it, like in America we get out of control, but this is gonna say once your face is unrecognizable, you gotta go on a diet unless you want more. That's KFC. actually a really good point. It's self regulating oh, in that sense. Yeah, that's I actually see that. really smart. I I like this a so lot. So it could go both ways, really. Yeah, 
That's true. And yeah. Then you go get more KFC. It's an endless cycle. I love it. Go yeah. Somewhere. It keeps you at like a perfect <laughs> fluctuation of fatness and then fitness. Yeah. It was. I see what you did. Uh, yeah. Started to. You like that? Hey, um, I did. Yeah. See, yeah. Seriously, we have a professional here. Tori works um, for Orange Theory. I do. Yeah, I, I do. Want to plug really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Greatest one-hour work of your life. You there you go. See, everyone should get to plug something when they come to this podcast. That's what they do on real podcasts, but we just don't have anyone who's interesting enough normally. Shout to do out that. to Resurgence Orthopedics. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have nothing to plug. Um, so. Moving on, though, to the next kind of thing we're going to talk about, we are going to talk about dating and romance uh, yet again later in the show. Romance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Happy La Pew. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get to that, though, I guess we're going to try to go, not to say these two things can't be related, but we do want to go in kind of a different direction and talk about football. Oh, in my life, they're absolutely related. <laughs> they're the exact same thing as oh, far yeah. as Brian's I think concerns. it's a one-to-one ratio, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, the two most important things in someone's life. Um, yeah. But... The NFL season is upon us. We are recording at a Thank time God. in which the first game of the NFL season has been played. It was a Thursday night game between the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm saying their name first for a reason, Brian, and the <laughs> New England Patriots. And what I would like uh, to get your thoughts on is a game that a lot of people are already overreacting to. I'd just like to go ahead and get maybe a two-minute hot take from you, what you felt about the game watching as a Pats fan, what the takeaways really should be as a true fan and not someone, you know, you said people were even calling into the Boston radio shows that you listen to, like yeah. a true fan, saying that they thought Belichick threw the game. Yeah. And, and, and my demented mind, demented patriot mind, um, actually considered this for a second. Because if, if you're a real Patriots fan, it, it sucks to lose, but, because you're not used to it, but... The worst losses, which was exhibited last night, is when we just completely abandon what the offense usually does, which is not dink and dunk, but a lot of option routes and and smart plays and reading actually reading defenses because Tom is able to do that. For some reason, the most frustrating games, and this actually happened in Kansas City in 2014 when we won the Super Bowl, was they just start throwing bombs all game and it it, just, it doesn't work it never has since randy moss was in town it, it, and it never will it's just not tom's game anymore he can't make those throws on a consistent basis and he's better at short accurate passes than he is with the deep ball he's not matt stafford like he just can't do it so that being said i'm okay with it because i don't think they'll continue with that game plan um, but if they do, they're in a world of hurt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those are my thoughts. I, I think they'll be okay. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm not that mad because it's just week one, you know, like there's, we lose about two games a year, you know, if yeah. we lose the first yeah, one. There's one of them. Yeah. yeah. You say exactly. it's week one because I thought it was week loss. Oh, because uh, that's the opposite. Just, you and that's what y'all did. Do, do you see what just happened? Because I went there. <laughs> Sad. Um, but also, that being said, it was an awful performance. It was complete garbage. And I was so excited at the beginning. They were kicking ass and taking names. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it was in. Yeah, it seemed like they were going to be up 14-0 six minutes in yeah. the game. And then like, Gronk uh, touched on another return. Yeah. So. Um, Which, I, I won't even be a homer about that. He he didn't catch it. Yeah. It was, he, yeah. he used the ground. I didn't watch the game, but he didn't catch it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag analysis. <laughs> um, but Dez did catch it. And that leads us into our... Next, uh, we just want to kind of stay in the NFL for maybe a couple more minutes just because we can't talk during the excitement of week one. Right. And you and I were both talking before this podcast about how we are both just going to zone out on Sunday and absolutely let 
football consume us. Oh, and, yeah. And so, Couch potatoes. Seriously. And and we don't want to stay too focused on week one because if you're listening to this podcast afterwards, and we hope you do, I hope you listen to this podcast Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every day until we do another one. Hey, Mom. Um, yeah, and, uh, but we want to talk about maybe some matchups that are occurring on Sunday and use that as kind of a peg to talk about each of us one story that we find particularly interesting for the upcoming NFL season. And I'll let you go ahead and go first, Brian. Yeah, mine, mine that I picked out is going to be the toilet bowl of this week, uh, the Los Angeles Rams versus um, the – who is it? Indianapolis, oh, Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I hate them so much I forget their name. Um, so this doesn't really have a ton to do with the actual game, but it, it's more of a play on like why Andrew Luck isn't um, isn't playing in the game. Um, so basically, it's going to be Jared Goff versus Scott Tolzien. A lot of y'all are like, who's that? Exactly. Um, so basically, my whole, not rant, but topic is is the fact that I believe the Indianapolis Colts are completely wasting Andrew Luck's career. I think they have been. He carry, he No one in the NFL carries a team more then Andrew Luck carries the Colts. The poor nerdy kid cannot catch a break. He gets drilled by uh, defenders every single play. Um, and he get, he literally gets up and is just like, oh, nice hit. Like, he's such a nice guy, but his GM is such a drunk bastard. He never does any – or the owner. They fired the GM. Uh, the GM. But, like, they, they he never surrounds them with help. Everyone they do surround him with gets hurt. Like – I I, th- I think his career is just swimming in this uh, proverbial toilet bowl that I said. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I wish Andrew Luck was on a different team, not the Browns or anything, because like they'd ruin it too. Especially if they're in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Oh wow. This is all circling. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so is the toilet bowl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I just feel bad for the kid. He's such an amazing talent, and I feel like he's just gonna go down. It's just like a meh quarterback. Yeah. Because is owner is awful and employees their front office is the epitome of a dumpster fire it is so sad and he deserves a better team yeah it, it, it for a quarterback who people thought was almost guaranteed to be the quarterback of the generation yeah when he when he came to the nfl it, it's pretty unfortunate to watch him not get the receivers that he needs not get an offensive line that can take care of him not get a defense that can keep him off the field his defense is so bad it's yeah. unbelievable they yeah. have frank gore frank gore is not a bad running back but the dude's like 35 he's like yeah. 33 at least but like it is so, problematic which is running the, back the piece old. that you are yeah. excited about yeah. besides maybe ty hilton ty hilton's yeah. great but like mm-hmm. gets hurt a lot dante monkweef is like not that good i and their offensive line is just an absolute laughing stock mm-hmm. and the owner the owner literally puts up banners of like they made it to the divisional playoffs. <laughs> it's like it's like, so sad. Sweet. You, beat, you beat the Jags. Like he, he's um, so inept, but unfortunately, the owner owns the team. Yeah, can't do anything about it. So, yeah, well, it, unless it, he sells. But it, I'm gonna stay pretty close to the Colts with mine here too. Okay. Um, I definitely I want to stay in the AFC South with a team that on Sunday is playing the Oakland soon to be Las Vegas Raiders uh, as the Tennessee hey. Titans. Um, I think probably one of the most interesting matchups. I hope that that lives up to it. If you're listening to it afterwards, um, I'm speaking from the past, so I don't know. But one thing that I think is really interesting about the Titans is them along with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have kind of been the NFL's it teams this summer. Mm-hmm. And 
Oakland was a team that last year was kind of the NFL's team, a team that people now think is kind of going to regress. Some people think they can make a big run in the AFC. A lot of people think they might not even come out of the AFC West. Yeah. Um, with, you know, the Broncos, who still have a very strong defense. They have no quarterback. Osweiler. Well, yeah, back. I was going to say, yeah. Osweiler's back. Y'all watch out. <laughs> um, and the Chargers, who are ideally going to be more competitive than they were previously. Yeah. Um, just if you're a fan of football. I feel like that's a good yeah. thing to root for is that they have more health than oh, they yeah, did in previous yeah. years. Um, but I, I just think that it's an interesting kind of demonstration of this concept that we don't see as much in other sports where sleepers are almost picked for kind of arbitrary reasons, right? Like, I understand the Titans have improved their personnel and that Mariota might make a leap in his next year. Yeah. But it, it just seems interesting that they've already almost been ordained as the kind of like NFL's beloved team in the AFC and then the and then the Buccaneers in the NFC. Yeah. To the point where people are picking the Buccaneers to win the NFC South over like the Falcons, the Panthers, teams that in previous years have, you know, made really deep runs to the Super Bowl. In fact both of them have been in the Super Bowl about the last two years. Yeah. In case yeah. We don't, we don't talk about Something it anymore. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. So, so that we can all agree on, they were in Super Bowl. Um, and so, I don't know. I just think it'll be interesting to see how these kind of things pan out. I don't think that there has been a year in the NFL in seasons past where there were such kind of popular presuppositions made about teams. And so I'm really curious to see how the Bucks and Titans actually perform because they do have yeah. fantastic talent on both their rosters. But I'm wondering how dangerous it is for analysts be putting that kind of pressure on teams i think you're right actually I, I i don't think a ton of the titans receiving core their running backs are amazing um should be their offensive line is uh i, w- I would say top three in yep. the nfl if not top two you can debate between them and the raiders whatever yes. yeah. but their receiving core is is a lot of good guys as i use much improved quotes. but not yeah. overwhelming like, like yeah. they've got Corey davis eric decker delaney walker's older than titter rashard matthews it's nothing I special it's a lot of jags as a lot of as people say in the league which means just a guy oh i thought that meant jaguars which means bad players it can so mean that too i thought it meant Double the animal one. just get out okay <laughs> um but yeah, so so they're receiving court like they don't have they don't have the and granted we haven't seen what Corey Davis can pan out to be, but um, their receiving court doesn't have a number one receiver. That being said, Tampa Bay does have an amazing receiving court. I don't think a ton of Deshaun Jackson personally, but um, I love Mike Evans. Um, I think the OJ Howard hype is a little blown. Overblown rookie tight ends never. Yeah, like he's that. not going to do anything this year. I, I I think a lot of Cameron Brait. To be honest with you, I actually really like him, but OJ Howard's not going to evolve into anything until at least next year. I, I'd be stunned if he was like an absolute game changer this year. Um, but I I still I think Jameis Winston has taken a, a step forward. But as we all saw from Hard Knocks in the preseason games. He still makes incredibly stupid interceptions. Like I, he threw one to uh, Jabril Peppers for the Browns, and it was just like, it was one where you just throw your hands up and you think, "What, what are you doing?" Like, and he knew it too, right when he threw it. But like, I don't think they can win a Super Bowl either of those teams. I think a, a more cemented organization will will prevail in those situations in the playoffs because they've been there before. But I think those teams will definitely both make the playoffs. And I don't know about winning the NFC South with the Buccaneers. Yeah. That's who I have winning it. But, you know, Atlanta could easily do it. And um, 
that should be a topic for another podcast too because yeah. we're gonna have some different feelings on that but yeah um sweet well uh if you are not a fan of football I, first of all i don't know why you listen to this podcast but if you're <laughs> not uh it's, it's for me yeah okay. there you go and this that's actually a good point because now we're going to move over to what Tori's here to talk about Yippee. um because brian and i have professed many times that we are not dating or like romance experts but we have tried to cover a pretty wide range of topics on this show to a point where it's confusing to me what this podcast is about (laughs) Um, but we're gonna do it again we got some more listener questions that brian and tori are going to discuss brian's going to give the guy's perspective tori's going to give the girl's perspective i might jump in from time to time i might just leave and not i might just go to take a bathroom break or something (laughs) so to be totally honest with you i thought you were gonna say a bath I mean, yeah, I might just take a, a bath. soothing bath for 20 minutes. You guys <laughs> it stresses um, you out. Yeah, see, it's too much for me. Um, so yeah, for like the next 15 minutes or so, um, Brian has some questions that our loyal listeners submitted, and you guys are just going to kind of talk about how guys react in certain situations versus girls, yeah. and um, and that's going to be it. So let's let's get at it. Rock and roll. Um, so the first question I have is, or that was written in is, do you believe there's only one person out there for everyone? You know, kind of like the destiny situation. Everyone has the opposite puzzle piece. Um, or can you, as Tori has a puzzle piece necklace. It's me and my three best friends from college. It's really cute. The wolf pack. The wolf pack. Shout out to those. <laughs> Tag them. Um, <laughs> so basically, do you believe there's one person out there for everyone? Or is it kind of like, you know, you just make the best out of what you got? Like, like there's obviously people that pair very well together, but they're not the, like, across the universe. Like, this is my match. But like, like a soul tie. Yeah. The, the other part of the question is like, um, can you just fall in love with anyone? And I don't know if that's appropriate because I think that's what makes shitty relationships. But can you be perfectly fine marrying someone that is very good to you and you guys get along well, but isn't necessarily like the perfect person for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what do you believe in? Do you believe there's one person out there for anyone or, or, or you can get married to someone great, get a divorce. This isn't a question about divorce, but like, and then there's also, there's someone new you could fall in love with like just as easily, you know? So am I going first? Sure. Okay. So, um, is there a person out there for everyone? I think that you're different. I think your necklace inclines you to say one answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I really think that um, there is a different answer for everyone, I guess, um, because yeah. you are not the same person you are at 22 that you are at 35, and yeah. you're not the same person you are at 35 that you are at 55. So, yeah. if you and your perfect match with finger quotes are perfect together at 22 then so be it but that's why I think it's so important when you get married and how long you date because after actually it's like proven after like three years you've been through enough experience to know that that person is going to be able to go through your life with you no matter your ups and downs but I think that if you're 22 it's too early if you're 28 that's said to be your threshold you're going to be that person or some version of that person for the majority majority of the rest of your life unless there's some sort of like drastic traumatic incident that happens so i think that um you know you might meet someone who you're deeply in love with when you're younger but that person you shouldn't be with them 
because you're going to change into a different person by the time you're 28 and the person you meet later on in your life that you match with well enough should be the person you spend your forever with. Yeah, I completely agree. I, to make podcasts interesting, you're supposed to disagree, but this is something I can't disagree on. This is bad, though, because we pretty much agree on a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why we're really good friends. That's true. The, um, But I, I, I don't want anyone hearing this podcast or listening to it, I guess, um, to think that I'm bashing early marriages, but I kind of am. I kind of am, too. I don't think it's the best interest in people to get married at 20 or 21 or 22. Like, I'm 22 right now. I don't know what the hell I want for mm. the rest of my life. I won't know in five years. Well, maybe. But, like, <laughs> when, I've, I've deemed the number around 30 to be an excellent place in my life where I should have it at least. I plan to be in medical school at that time, but I will know what I'm doing at least, at least the hard direction of where I'm going. And I think that's the same for a lot of people in their careers. Mm-hmm. You should have an established career before you – Not you can date all you want, whatever, and, and have long-term girlfriends. And, and if you think you found your match at 22, wait. You, like, if you're going to spend forever with them yeah, anyway, then just, why rush? Just, if, you, if, if, if they are your soulmates, then just <laughs> – then you guys should stay boyfriend and girlfriend until you get almost 30. Then it, it shouldn't change just off of your status. But like, And then once you're around 30, and you do, you will change. Everyone will change. If you don't, you've got some weird psychological issues. Like it's, And talk to me about that anytime you want. Will do. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my own. But for real, it, it, everybody changes within those like seven, eight, yeah. nine years. You know? so, Super crucial. Yeah, I, so I completely agree. I don't know. Wait, wait for the marriage, but um, that wasn't even the question. What was the marriage? I mean, what, yeah, you got really. You've already been on the for like five minutes. Oh, sorry. Let's see. So this is what happens. The, the, this is good. You don't the, have to answer the question. Nobody's holding you to answer the question. Answer the, as many questions you the want. The answer to my question, this question. What was the question? Uh, do you believe there's only one person out there for everyone? Oh, I don't oh, wow. think I answered that either. Yeah, oh, are, yes, I did. I yeah, answered you it. Yes. Okay. You were saying on topic. Brian did not say on topic. Typically, it's opposite. Yeah, no, I got you. So, I... Do not believe there's one person for everyone. I think you can make a strong connection with someone and make it work. Uh, that being said, I'm I could go off on a huge tangent about people who like fake love each other and they stay in relationships they don't want to be in just because they think they've found the one. Like I don't know. I, I don't I don't like when people are too afraid to move on. <laughs> but um yeah, so I, I I think you can get it. I'm not saying get a divorce, but like I think you could get married to someone you genuinely fell in love with, you love. Whatever happens to get a divorce, you get a divorce, and I think you could find another person that you could easily love just as much. So yeah, um, the next question is uh, kind of more for me and Dylan. Oh, interesting. How do you act when you like a girl? Okay. And she is a Q to the capital T. Well, we can do this the opposite way too, though. It's just because it has girl in it. Like you can still answer for Dylan, a guy. I right? haven't thought I that. <laughs> I I don't know how to act when I like a girl. Okay. Well, so yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess I guess we're we're screwed then. Um. Yeah. I mean, what do you want me to answer first? I'll answer. Okay. Go ahead. I don't have an answer, Tori. You answer. What? So, I don't know how to act when I like a girl because <laughs> I've never a liked a girl. A guy. Oh, a guy. I'm just kidding. I knew that. That was bad. <laughs> 
How do you know? Um, anyway, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm kind of mean to them, but like, oh, I hate that. I can't stand. Okay. Let me back up. So I'm, I'm not like mean, but I'm like, I'm definitely like harsher because I'm like feeling out how they're going to react to me. So I'm nicer in the sense of, um, like I'm trying Okay, to be honest with you, I'm, like, trying harder to be funny, which usually ends up me sounding like a fool. (laughs) No. (laughs) Which doesn't sound like me at all, right? (laughs) Anyway, um, and then when they don't think I'm funny, I usually, like, I, like, get, like, defensive, and I'm like, what what you said wasn't funny either. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, like... Um, so you're a child. So I like make I like tease them more. I'm not like mean, but I like tease them. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I can't stand it. Stop. But I, I, I know you. I know you. So like you don't. It's not in a way that's like annoying. Right, right, it's right. in a way that's but almost funny. Some like, girls do 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 that. <laughs> they, I like that is so. They tell you when you're young, they're like, you know, a girl likes you when they're really mean to you. But I'm not like mean. No, no, I know. It's like like teasing, playful, playful, like, like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. As long as you can, as the guy can clearly read that you're just messing around with him. Well, I am like, I am super expressive. So even when I am like trying to hide something, I am very, very incapable of hiding it. (laughs) I am very incapable of lying about it. And so basically like if I'm nervous, I talk and I don't shut up more so than usual. Great for a podcast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And then when I like someone, I like will say something that just like immediately comes to my head. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I wish I didn't say that. But since I did, I'm going to like quickly jump on someone if they say it was dumb. Like it, it doesn't even have to be the person who I'm like into, you know, but I guess like when I'm teasing with them, I'm not being mean. I'm more just kind of like directing all my jokes at them and kind of like looking for their reaction, I guess. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I take a very straightforward approach with girls and. You know, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. But like, this, this, I I don't like blurred lines, as we were I, talking about earlier. I hate. Wait. Oh yeah, I was like that. Was we were on the phone earlier, and she said blurred lines, and I was like, I love that song. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how it makes a full circle to the podcast. It really but did. I I don't like ambiguity when it comes to relate. I I want to know where we're at. You know, kind of like the text, like what are we? I'm kind of a guy that likes to know the status of something. That way I can act appropriately, you know? Yeah. Like, because the deeper you move into a relationship, like, not roles change, but, like, you get more comfortable, you say different things than you would on a first date and stuff. So, like... No, I'm all about that, too, though. Like, when I... Like, I just want to clarify, like, I am super direct. Like, I will tease them after I have already been like, hey... I, like, want to know how you feel, so we're on the same page, obviously, in, like, a way more casual See, manner. You have a serious side, though, because yeah, I dated I do. this one I girl that'll, name, that'll be anonymous that I could never tell when she was, like, joking around or, like, being serious. And I was, like, like, I'm, I'm a bright guy. I was just – she had one tone, and it, she was 
just insanely sarcastic, and I can't stand it because I'm like, I don't know what. Do you like me or do you not? You know, well, it, it, I'm very direct about confusing. it. Yeah, yeah, You're, yeah. You are because you tell me a lot of the things that you talk about with other guys and stuff. Yeah, but like, just for girls who think that like, like not playing games, but being sarcastic and flirty. Like, it's fine to be flirty as long as they, like, you you reinforce it with, you hey, know, I like I you. you. Like, yeah. I, I just can't stand when We it, just seem brain. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, I can't stand it when they just keep you in the dark and you just kind of got to sit there and guess. Because it, mm-hmm. it, it kind of holds you back from being uh, risky with the relationship, too. Like, like daring, not daring, Mysterious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, you know, you send a risky text or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of stopped you from doing that because you're like, dude, I don't know if this girl likes me. I don't want to, yeah. like, completely freak her out or something. But, like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's just my approach. So, I like to just be like, where are we? Okay, we're, you know, we really like each other, but I don't know. I, I don't believe in, like, the whole severity of the L word, but, like, maybe we're not at the L word yet, you know? So, as long as you know where the status is of the relationship, like both people are on the same page. Open fun. line of communication at all yeah. times, and you literally cannot go wrong. Yeah. Always. Like, the more honest you are, I don't care how direct it is, you can get over someone being brutally honest more so than you can get over someone not telling you anything at all, keeping you in the dark, yeah. you know? For Honesty real. is a great yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's, like, uh, better advice for just... Yeah, there you go. This is Especially great. with relationships. Yeah. Awesome, you guys. That was an ultimate yeah. high five. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was heard around the world. No, yeah, yeah, seriously, that was power. I'm going to have to maybe tone that down when I'm going to have to go and edit Mexico that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa! I'm going to have to edit that, too. Um, all right. Let, let's, do, let's do one more of these for sake of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick we, the juiciest one. Uh, and we can come back if we have any more. Yeah, we, we only have one. Oh. Um, Tori has what we'll, she wants we'll to do. Her. She's signing one. Okay. I'm not. All right, we'll get, to, we'll get to this one. You do yours real quick. Find yours and we'll go to this one. Okay. Uh, so. All right, fine. I'm putting you on the clock then if you're doing. Go for it. You both have a minute to answer uh, this Well, this is me okay. and you. This oh, is okay. me and you. We both do guys answer. do like emotional deep talks with their friends, kind of like girls? We know girls do this. Do guys do it? Uh, our, our listener wanted to know. Um, my thing is not like you guys do it, but yes, like we, we, we get down to the nitty gritty, but not like, like, I don't have any problem. Just me personally, I don't have any problem telling my friend like, yeah, I really love this girl, you know, but some guys do, but they're fucking weird. Like if a guy can't do that, they've got some serious like ego issues. And they have bad friends. Yes. That's true too. Yeah. Because they'll make fun of them and stuff. Yeah. But Personally, me and my guy friends, I'm like, yo, I really, I really dig this girl. And I, I talk to, especially Idris, shout out to Idris. Like, we've had many O conversations of, like, girls I really like. And we have, too, actually. Yeah, thank you. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad it's not just Idris. <laughs> no, it's, it's mainly just Idris. <laughs> I don't it's think crazy how we yeah. called out. I you totally thought you that guys. we were your friends. Well, wow. once upon a time, <laughs> I was a friend, with, yeah. I was I a friend of Brian once. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember those days. But guys do do this. <laughs> <laughs> So this is crazy. What, do you do do this, Dylan? Well, <laughs> I mean, this is these are conversations that we've had before as yeah. well. So you can definitely testify to the fact that like I don't mind. Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm like a open book or like whatever that cliche is, right. but like I definitely think that the concept that that's like definitely some sort of kind of like olden stereotype to think that guys communicate yeah. with their friends in some like arcane way that's totally different than the way girls communicate with their friends. I don't know like what exactly happens when there's only like girls around and I'm not there or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, like I don't know how you guys handle everything, but I'm assuming that, you know, if somebody has something, like, wrong with them or something they're worried about or upset about, and they're like, this has really been bothering me, or I really like this guy, or I really like this girl, like, here's what I've been thinking about, and then you start talking about it. And that's more or less the way that that situation goes among my friends, too. So I would yeah. say on service level, maybe the frequency is different. Maybe the way those conversations begin is different. Maybe they begin more often. Maybe they begin not as often. Yeah. Um, maybe there's, like, more crying, less crying. I don't know. But all I know is that, in Probably general, less. on the, like, face Probably value, more. they happen in mostly the same way, the two yeah. guys and girls, in my opinion. So there's your answer. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All right. So Tori now has last one question. One question. Now yeah. you're on the clock. Read. Okay. Go! Yeah. This is, but my question is for y'all. Okay. Oh, okay. How the hell we go? How the hell do men tell? And like, did I rhyme? Yeah. Yeah. Tell the difference between cute, beautiful, sexy, pretty. Like, what is the difference? What makes someone cute? And what makes someone sexy? And and what what? Tell me. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um, you have one minute. I'll I'll tell you too. It's to honestly not something I can put into words, which is probably why this is a question that you have. It's a good yeah. question because good question. it's like I asked him this earlier. <laughs> a lot of people believe, like everyone knows what sexy is. You know, like it's someone you just want to take, bend them over, show. No, them but can they be more than that? Like, oh, they can. Like, and beautiful can be sexy. For me, beautiful is long-term, and I can sex a beautiful. Sexy is just someone I can sex. Word to you, mother? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, beautiful, I take home to mom, and, like, can sex also. But sexy is just, like, you see her across the bar, and you're like, oh, mama. But how do you know if you see you think she's sexy? How do you know she's not beautiful on the inside? You know what I'm saying? It's not about the inside. It's superficial. Okay, yeah. so we're talking about just superficial, but yeah, what? it's not just on looks, though, in a superficial way, though, too, right? It's like it's like very surface level personality, also. I would say, like, right. it's not just looks. It's like sexy people for me can just be um, like look sexy like they can have a trash personality and not still be yeah yeah yeah. but but i'm just saying that like people's behavior or at least like your perception of their behavior Mm -hmm. does play into like how you think about some of these things too absolutely um i think i think beautiful has definitely a nice component to it like as an uh an attitude nice yeah i would say people in general consider like beautiful which i don't know it's like not really right this is insanely hard but really quick on the off the top of your head describe a sexy girl and describe a beautiful girl Go. Like attributes? Yeah. Go. Um, a beautiful girl, start because that's my fave, is smart, funny, nice, like like genuinely kind hearted. Um like innocent. Sort of. Like literally someone you could you could look at and say, like, I could bring that home to my mom. Sexy would be like Someone you look at and you could just say, like, I could have a wild night with it. You know what I mean? For real. Like, <laughs> For real? <laughs> I, I, like, not, I don't want to get into, like, specifics on, like, what my preferences are. Yeah. But, like. I'm just saying, like, attributes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flaunts the stuff. The, so, if someone beautiful flaunted their stuff. It turns them sexy. Like I said, beautiful people can be sexy, okay. but I don't think yeah, sexy people Yeah, it's like some sort of crazy Venn diagram where right. you can yeah. cross between well, like, all of them at once. Right, and, and that's what I'm saying. I that's guess, why it's hard. Yeah, and I guess the whole thing, though, is like ideally, like 
with we want to get back to like the first question, right? When you guys were talking about like marriage and all this stuff, like uh-huh. you're trying to find someone who can like play every side in your own mind, right. like. But along the way, like most people that you meet, like this is stupid to categorize people based on like words like this, which is why this question is interesting, right? But like, yeah. but like that is kind of what happens is you kind of just like make some sort of assumption. You're like that girl is like sexy or that girl is like cute to me and that's kind of just like the way you think about them mm-hmm. um so I, I don't know yeah i feel like it, it, it is super arbitrary it is like a good yeah point. So, it yeah. is yeah. It's, it's something you just make a determination on right when you meet them and you don't know why you're just like oh she's sexy like oh she's really beautiful yeah like, it's like a kind of like a stupid judgment yeah. i guess but well you do have snap judgments it's yeah, a thing absolutely. you cannot help yeah like, you everybody will, makes that yeah you will not be able to ever stop doing that for sure so that's just kind of part of it i guess no matter yeah. how many times i go to church well, that's interesting <laughs> No, really, it's like it's human nature. It's evolutionarily instinctive. Like it's there. So. Yeah, can't change our DNA. Yep. And th- I think that's a good lesson to leave it on. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. Yeah. Twenty seconds each, not each, but each thirty seconds in general. Okay. Thirty seconds. I in general. personally think it is really messed up that we give hurricanes an identity and names like Hurricane Harvey. Because there are people that have these names and it's stuff like that. It's fucked up. I don't we should it. name them Hurricane Monster 3000. You and saw then, that on the internet. I did. You saw that on the internet. I did. It was funny though. You're exposed. <laughs> Got it. Uh, now this is a good point though for real. I don't like, I wish it was just, uh, oh there's another hurricane. This is a really bad storm. I don't like the fact that we personify these things and we say like, oh it's Harvey coming. It was, and like, then you Harvey hate. fucked up a lot of people. The next right. Harvey you see, you hate him. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here man. Yeah. Terrible. My town. But like on the real, like all the love and support to people dealing with these hurricanes. Yeah. But like, yes. yeah, but I yeah. donated. But yeah, this. But Me this too. Is, but the, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, don't name, don't name them like lighthearted stuff. Also, because because then like, and not to make light of, because we were just like joking about. But then people are like more prone to like take it lightly and joke about it too. Right. When you name it like super like dumb, like they, become, Jose. they become memes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When right. people name it Jose, then people are like, oh, like Trump's wall, like Jose. Exactly. Or, or Irma, like yeah. Irma God. Yeah. 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 It's but it's like if you just named it like. Hurricane like twenty two. Yeah. It's like okay, it's a lucky number. I'm just saying. Well, okay, well then yes. Yeah, so, okay, so maybe there's still a meaning to some people. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to episode six. Hopefully, we can come back with one more episode before yeah. I leave. But then we will yeah. be recording uh, stuff is multinationally. Start getting, uh, It'll be pretty crazy. Around. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. Bear with us. And thank you so much, Tori, for being on this episode. Yes. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. Yay. Goodbye. Bye.